What's up? This is Cody. This is Mark. And this is Mike from Hinder, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Go Blues! Yay, yay! Buttons are pressed. And uh, we're here with not Chris or Ashley. And we're here with two other voices that you guys <laughs> probably know of compared probably. to. If you listen to us, you probably listen to these guys. Some, some jackasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two guys who think they know what they're talking about because they hashtag didn't, you know, they didn't. Did you play the game? I don't know. I haven't never asked you guys that. Well, okay, well, so. And I, I, it depends on what you call playing the game because, I mean... Well, I guess, yeah, I, I consider, like, at least to be played rec hockey, it's easy to play, so you know what you're doing at I, least. I didn't even do that, but uh, it was yeah. more like uh, pick up high school, roller hockey yeah. out, and... Good enough. That's good enough in my book. That's about it. <laughs> so I've played a game. I, I'm, I'm pretty good at rummy. I've, I've, uh, <laughs> I've never won Monopoly before ever in my life because I'm really bad really? at money. You know, yeah. Oh, it happens. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> now I got confused real quick. Tyler and Tim are here from Beyond <laughs> Chuck Yard. Whoever the hell we are, yeah. Yeah, man. That's how, that just tells you how today's going. So anyway, we're going to do our... I'm the rapper. Yep. So we're going to do uh, you know, Blues Preview, which we, I think on both our shows have done and have been posted so far pretty much. If yeah. I'm correct. I don't, okay. I don't think we've really done a preview yet, but we're most of the news. I think you've gone over just like yeah. us. Yeah. I think. we've meandered over it. Yeah, yeah, so I think yeah. So I finished your guys' uh, latest podcast today. Good job as always. I get thank you, sir. So we'll go talk about. Let's just go rewind all the way back to. Let's go July first and go from there. Sure. So obviously, the big thing is David Backus, Troy Brower, and. Ryan Elliott are no longer with the Blues via either free agency or trades. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, what? do you not know that? <laughs> it's been a long summer. <laughs> it has been, actually. But no, I, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> so all those guys are gone. Uh, the Blues, it looks like they're moving on to a different, uh, quote-unquote, style compared to being yep. a kind of a heavy team to be more of a, I guess, quick, tenacious team is kind of what they described it as. So... Um, what do you think about all the off-season moves that happened? Oh, yeah, we added our good friend, uh, Frenchie, David Braun is back. Dr. Dangles. So that's pretty much the big, quote-unquote, big addition that we had in the off-season. So it was more subtractions than additions this off-season. So what do you guys think about what were the moves? Good in your opinion? Okay? Really awful, and you cried a lot about them, like a lot of Blues fans, apparently. Uh, we'll start with Elliot because that was probably the most controversial move of the off season. Uh, and this is probably going to be more of a controversial statement than probably most would say. I don't think that trade was bad. Uh, mm-hmm. You got what you could get for him. People were talking about, well, you know, so-and-so got a first-round pick from their goaltender. Why couldn't the Blues get that from them? Well, most of the teams that would be trading for a goaltender – would not have a first-round pick available, or at least wouldn't be making that first-round pick available for the type of goaltender that you think that Brian Elliott is. 
they're not going to give up a top 10 or a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calgary's definitely not going to be giving up theirs. So, uh, you know, the second round pick in the very early part of the second round is pretty good haul for Brian Elliott, even despite, you know, the fact that he had great numbers at the end of last season. Uh, so that portion of it, I'm not really that bothered by. They replaced him with Carter Hutton. That's to be seen how that's going to work out. Um, as far as Bacchus is concerned, I really love the guy. I got his sweater out here hanging up, and I'm ready to wear it for the first game I go to in St. Louis. Uh, that being said, he's not going to be making that kind of money with the Blues. That shouldn't mm-hmm. happen. So yeah. Almost. Not. They're close. Yeah. Those are real close. They were really close on numbers. They just weren't we able to, weren't able to get the years correct, and that's yep. fine. And you know, if they're not going to, they, they don't go term with a lot of guys, so that was kind of inevitable. And with Brower gone, uh, I you know I thought he was a complimentary piece for the whole season, and he, yeah, he showed great things in the postseason, uh, but that also made him unaffordable. So. Yep. You just have to take your lumps on those. Uh, bringing in Perron is great. Uh, not overly great. It's not the most splashy move. It's a familiar piece, but uh, it's better than, you know, piddling yourself and doing nothing completely. And, you know, yeah. again, a familiarity thing, that's going to help the team. But it's also, he's a different player than he was whenever he left. So that's mm-hmm. it's one that's going to be helpful. Yeah, wait, what he said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About so, uh, no, you know more than that. <laughs> uh, Elliot being gone, I think, was kind of a necessary thing. The the two those two goaltenders, Elliot and Allen, couldn't coexist forever. He had to at some point give the keys to Junior. Um, so you know, Elliot had had to go for that to happen. Necessary. You know, I love Elliot, but. It had to happen. Uh, yeah. Bacchus, uh, just as necessary. He uh, he was not going to make that kind of money, nor should he make that kind of money in term for the Blues. Um, if the Blues had signed him to the contract that he signed with Boston, I would have considered it a bad contract. So yeah, if he's going, teams did. Yeah, so if he's going to sign that contract, better elsewhere than here. Yeah. It's a necessary move. Uh, Brower... Kind of a similar thing. I, you know, I wish we could have held on to him. I kind of thought that we would keep one of Brower or Bacchus. We ended up, you know, mm-hmm. going for two there. Uh, would have been cool to hold on to him, but not at the price that he ended up getting. So, if it's a choice of a bad contract or no contract, no contract's probably better. Yeah, I I kind of agree with uh, well everything pretty much on Tyler and your point on the Calgary uh, deal. There's no way you're getting the number seven pick in that kind of draft for Brian oh. Elliott. No offense to like Brian Elliott or anything, but outside of St. Louis, he's pretty much, I would say, not well regarded. But just he's not considered like even remotely elite. He's probably considered a middle of the road kind of guy. That's probably as maybe as comparison made with Chris before. I think he kind of gets the Chris Osgood type treatment. Like, is he sure. that good of a goalie, or is he? Was the team that made him that good of a goalie? So it remains to be seen because you look at Osgood outside of same outside of Detroit, average at best, and I with the Blues and with the Islanders, and then Elliot. Look at the Ottawa and uh, Colorado. Colorado was disastrous, which is the reason yep. we got him cheap. 
Yep. And yeah. Ottawa, he was okay, and then he tailed off because the team was not getting was not getting any better. So and they, right. and they were relying on him way too much in Ottawa, and they didn't yeah. have any support for him. So yeah, and that's why he ended up getting traded to Colorado, and that's why he ended up on a two way deal to St. Louis. That people forget about that. Yeah, because that was uh, I remember that was the it was Bishop versus him, and pretty much um, they were. I think believe what I remember, they were pretty close to being almost even. The only reason uh, they, I think, with Elliott, I think he just was. Uh, I think he had more pro experience, is what they said. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I remember that being the reason. I can recall that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why they went with him. And who knows if wow things would have turned out now if Bishop would have been Bishop and Allen still there. Who knows? I'm pretty sure but, I was Team Bishop at that time too. <laughs> yeah, I was too. I really so. But uh, so the Blues moving on. Uh, most of the Central didn't really do much either, honestly. If looking up and down the board, I think Minnesota's pretty close to some who actually made quote unquote made moves. Um, a lot I of people were just Nashville too. <laughs> well, Nashville's big trade, but I mean, if you think like yeah. bringing guys in, I mean, oh, they, yeah. yeah. But I mean, actually, out, outside of that, I guess. I, I, I with Minnesota, obviously. with Minnesota, the biggest move, of course, was behind the bench, but yeah. also too. Uh, I wonder how uh, Stahl is going to do. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know if he's just going to be kind of like the the aging center who just 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 working his way down, kind of like kind of the Lecavier type thing where he was elite mm-hmm. and he's just yeah. eventually plays his way out of the lineup, or yeah. can he contribute still? But uh, so, where do you think the Blues kind of stand as of today? Uh, pretty much the roster is set. Uh, no real surprises have made the team. Uh, possibly Landon Ferraro is on a team. He hasn't got sent down yet. It looks like he'll be on the team, but more likely be the extra forward. Uh, Payarvi still on this team somehow. Um, <laughs> no, no real surprises have already made the team. A lot of uh, a couple of guys made good impressions. I'll say that much uh, mm-hmm. during preseason, but uh, nothing to warrant keeping them up at all. So. Uh, did anybody stick out to you guys at training camp just from, obviously, Tyler, I knew you got to see the game, that crap-ass yeah. game the other night. but <laughs> Yeah, in Kansas City, they uh, yeah they, they played a power, but uh, tell you what, Washington's really good. It's also mm. a preseason game, and it was the first one with everybody kind of, the, with the band together, as you would say. Um, mm. With Steen, that was, I mean, Steen had to knock off a bunch of rust. I mean, that was his first preseason game. Nobody was really expecting him to play any preseason games, so that was oh, really yeah. nice. Um, and we were talking about Payarvi, and he actually re- made a really nice passing play at the end of the third period uh, to mm-hmm. set up a Yashkin goal. Uh, it was actually kind of a uh, give-and-go f- between the two guys, but it was uh, actually nice foresight by Payarvi. It was kind of weird. Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, as far as the roster makeup is concerned, I you know, and as far as how they would fit into the division, they're probably middle of the pack in the division. And guess what? In the central division, that is okay. Cause that gets mm-hmm. you into the postseason. Yep. So I, I, and that's all I give a shit about. I just want them to make the playoffs. That is all I care about. Yep. I agree. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the uh, central division is going to be a real meat grinder. I think um, the bottom half of the central is tougher than, than some of the top <laughs> uh, halves of most other divisions. Uh, it's going to be a grinder all throughout the year. Uh, seeding is going to be any anybody's ball game. Um, seeding is going to be just, meaningless. Well, it's going to be meaningless, but you can't predict it. I don't know if it's going to be pretty right. even through most of the uh, right. season. Uh, yeah. It's going to be can we stay healthy? Can other teams stay healthy? Uh, you as a key player that could make the difference right there all by itself. It's, it's the margin is so close there. Um, 
I the Blues have a shot to do well this season, but I, I don't think it's guaranteed. But of course, again, nothing is in, in this division. So yeah, never know. So um, yeah, yeah. I I got them finishing. I said finishing second. I just think a couple teams. I think, but second is kind of relative because what was the top three or four teams within five points of each other? Yeah. Last year. So, I mean, second exactly. so saying that, I think it's going to be just like that. I still mm-hmm. think all, I just still think getting uh, five teams out of the central for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sec- second in division may be a bit optimistic. Uh, I mean, and I don't know. Uh, that would be really nice. Uh, oh, yeah, I agree. Didn't have the seating, but I mean, as we learned with the Dallas series last year, maybe home ice advantage isn't as big a deal as we thought it was. Yeah, so, I mean, and especially with the way the, the Blues did in the playoffs last year. I mean, they lost f- six of their ten home games in the playoffs last year. So, you know, screw home ice advantage doesn't mean anything. That's true. Uh, so just get into the dance and play your cards how you may. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care about that. I just make yeah. the dance. So, what do you guys think? Um, the Blues did give out two big, uh, kind of hefty contracts this off season. So, uh, Jaden Schwartz has signed up for five years. Uh, and Alexander Steen gets uh, four more years on top of his. So what do you guys think about uh, those two contracts? Uh, Schwartz was obviously necessary due to yeah. basically in the mm-hmm. quote-unquote new core. Uh, what do you think about Steen's contract, though? Because uh, that was a lot of people were freaking out about him not getting a contract. That's why he didn't get the C. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, <laughs> so what do you think about Steen's contract? It's so... Um... No, oh, maybe a year longer than I would have expected. But at the same token, that last year's uh, pretty low salary, real money. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be bought out pretty easily. Um, if it comes to that, I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope he's still a productive player at that point. Yeah. Um, I think one of Steen's strong suits is he's a very smart player. Uh, he's, he's not afraid of mixing it up, but he's not really known for physicality. So I think he will be able to keep playing through the end of that contract. He's had his injuries, sure, but those are things that are kind of unavoidable. Uh, they're not like a, what would you consider like a poor conditioning or um, okay. prone to a whole lot of injuries of the same type. It's just stuff happens. But uh, I think he'll, he'll be able to play most of, not all of that contract. So, yeah, four years is fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, the way I see Steen's contract is, uh, you know, they could have even give, either given that contract to David Backus or Alexander Steen, and they gave the contract to Alexander Steen. And I think that was a wise decision because I would rather try to see him playing when he's 37 years old being $5.75 million against the cap than what most people would project David Backus be, to be doing at that point, which is probably, you know, being on a walker, unfortunately, for the way he plays. Yeah. So, uh you know, that aspect of it is, you know, fine for the contract. I'm happy that he's here long term. Uh, one of the longest tenure yep. blues, if not, let's see, I think he's second to uh, Patrick Berglund, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, just, you know, he's given a lot to this, this blues team. Uh, might as well go mm-hmm. ahead and give him the security. Now, yeah, obviously the injuries, the concussions are the big thing. Uh, obviously he's coming off a of shoulder surgery this off season, But, you know, it's opportunity cost. Uh, you know, it's the yeah. thing you, you got to give to get, and you got to give to get a good player. So you have to do what you got to do to keep a guy happy keep, sometimes. And guess what? Yeah, I think, he's I think yeah, I think the uh, 
it sounds weird, but almost the injuries kind of almost helped him to a degree compared to uh, somebody like Bacchus because he had less wear and tear. Yeah. And obviously he doesn't play the same style as Bacchus, just like you said, but he'll mm-hmm. still mix it up and do, do his thing. I, there's nothing saying Bacchus is not a smart player, but I just think uh, Steen's hockey IQ is just a lot better, and he's yeah. better better both and ways, he's He's yeah. so much more versatile. I mean, he'll play in the back blue line. He'll play. I mean, he'll play all five positions basically, except for goal. All yeah, positions except for goaltender. So yeah, basically. he he power. He's the uh, quarterback on your power play on your first unit. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty valuable player. So I'm glad that he got the contract. Uh, I'm glad they got Schwartz locked up at pretty decent rate. You know, yep. so it's I think he's going to miss the first portion of the season. Schwartz with another yeah. freak accident. Jesus he's a new bones in that regard, but uh, Jesus. yeah, he's he's getting close to that level. Like one more yeah. well, next year, if it happens again, he's on the Carl Coliaco level of injuries. I mean, <laughs> and it's just the most unfortunate things. And this time, it was another yeah, it's freak thing. stuff too. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just you know, bones they're never break. they're never little injuries too. They're always like. Ah, I completely like shattered my ankle. Oh, I completely messed up my elbow. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Jesus. I Christ. think I broke my face. Well, of course yeah. you did, Super. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, the big, yeah. I guess. I guess other big. We had a lot, a lot of like among fans. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of controversies in the season. So you didn't have during the off season. Backs and Brown not brought back. Elliot traded. The other one, which I think is almost the biggest, most ridiculous thing in the world, was when Alfred Angel got the C, which I think is very well-deserved, people were freaking out that he got it and Steen didn't get it. So Steen didn't get it, so we're automatically not re-signing him. What are we doing? <laughs> Darn Armstrong's an awful GM. He fo- I think the best one I saw was, what, maybe he didn't focus so much on the World Cup in Canada. Maybe he could actually do his job. That was the best one I saw. I just literally just said, I, I, I want to respond. I really wanted to respond. I'm like, no. Nope. There's no way of convincing somebody like that when they make that comment. So I moved on. So, so because, so, because picking an all star team out of all Canadian hockey players was a really difficult job. Yeah. yeah. Very time consuming. How are you going to come up with twenty some odd Canadian hockey players? Is, is there a lot of them around? Yeah, I mean, good ones at least. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, good, this, yeah, this yeah. isn't exactly Team Slovenia or Team Latvia here. You know, <laughs> yeah, you didn't see him have, not, having not a cross country tour. Yeah, he didn't have a cross country tour going where he's having tryouts at every local rink to make sure he could find guys <laughs> or anything. You know, maybe that's what Team but, USA so, yeah. next time, Rob. Oh God. That team. F that team. I might have made that so, team. I might have made that team. That team was full of grit. I told you, that was the St. Louis Blues fans' dream team right there. Grit. Oh, my God. They loved it. So, if John Tortorella ever becomes the coach of this team, I might have an aneurysm before he ever coaches oh, the game. Oh, man. Yeah, Mike Yo. So, there you go. Man, that was the, he's I, better than Tortorella. Correct. That's what <laughs> I, guess. I guess that's our – I guess that's what we'll wrap it up on. That's our last thing. So, what do you guys think of the whole – coach and waiting deal. Like I kind of, I say I want to be okay with it, but part of me is like, if I was in that position, even though it's my, my swan song type thing, I would be a little like, I want to train this guy, but yet he's like, you haven't succeeded. And how many years has Hitchcock been here about? Was it six, fifth, sixth year? This will be his uh, fourth full season and sixth total. Yeah. So it's like, you haven't really 
you know, met expectations so far. Mind you, you've produced like some of the best regular season teams that have been in this franchise's history probably, but we haven't gotten over that big hump and see if last year was kind of going that way. Yeah. And then we just kind of ran out of steam. So do you think it was a wise move to kind of either a make that kind of higher or even announce it? I thought was kind of odd too to like the public, like how oh, he's the coach in waiting. He'll be your coach next year, no matter what. I thought that was the weirdest part of it. Honestly, the announcing it's a public arc right away. Well, I think that was kind of obvious. We would have known it whether they said anything or not. Might as well yeah. announce it. Yeah, so, I guess so. You, I you know, like hire, it's not really odd to me, that's all. You don't hire a guy with that much head coaching experience and then just you know, push the story, oh, he's just an associate coach. You know he's the man in waiting. Um, how many times has Hitchcock's going to be fired every other season? Um Every other season. Every, season. every season. Yeah. Every season. Every <laughs> season. So you know that having him there is going to be that, you know, sort of Damocles hanging over Hitchcock's head. You know that's going to be the case. Uh, might as well just be upfront about it, put it out there, and defuse the situation. Yeah. And my thoughts on hiring Yo, I'm not overly enthused about Mike Yo. However, it will be different than Ken Hitchcock, and that's something that I've been kind of asking for for a long time. Um, sure. Which yeah, I would say Tim knows all about that, and I'll have to be on Checker Dome listeners know a lot about that. But uh, yeah, I'm just rather apprehensive about the fact that it's Yo. Uh, I know they were in discussions with other guys. I, I know they were kind of talking with Kirk Muller about that, but I don't think they could come to an agreement on that. And he obviously got a better opportunity in Montreal. I think Scott Stevens was up for it as well, and he ended up, ironically, going to Minnesota. Yeah. So uh, given those options, I mean, Muller would have been great, but Yo is a reasonable number two on that one. Yeah. Uh, and if you're going to go that route, and you already know that Hitchcock's going to be gone after this season, I guess you could have gotten a lot worse. And I know Yo had an opportunity probably in Anaheim to take that job. He didn't do it. So obviously something about the Blues intrigued him as well. So... I don't know. It's I, it's going to be interesting. I'm still a little bit apprehensive that it's Mike Yo, but Yolo. Make, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yolo. But making it clear before the season, before this season, that it's going to happen that way, I, I think it kind of stabilizes things just a wee touch. But we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see the one like when the first kind of losing streak starts, and do the Blues oh, yeah. start? Do players start to tune them out? And then that you know that thing is going to start right away. That's what I was like. I like oh. like what was out there. I like the hire. Like Muller was my first choice because it seemed like he had been perfect for this team. Uh, players coach uh, got a good offensive mind. Um, just put some good assistance around him. Yeah. And that's the other thing which I which we didn't talk about, which we didn't even talk on our podcast. Really, we assistants kind of got turned over as well this year. No Steve more Bradshaw. Which yeah. I, don't know, I like Brad Shaw, which I thought I thought I was more get get Ray Bennett out of here. That was more me, but because uh, well, Brad Shaw has been kind of you know like every time anybody talks about Brad Shaw, a lot of defensemen credit him with uh, like uh, Barrett Jackman, who just retired as a Blue, yeah. credited he, he was brought up during the press conference about how integral he was to his career. Uh, I know Petrangelo has brought him up numerous times, so I was kind of uh, I think he was pining for that job and. Uh, Obviously, the Blues didn't see him as uh, their next head coach. And he moved on to, ironically, uh, Columbus, where 
every ex-Blue has been going in management lately. So, well, And he may be the head coach in Columbus by the year's end, too. So uh, yeah. <laughs> the way that those franchise is going. Uh, with Brad Shaw, I've been kind of wondering why he had been sticking around myself, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's been around for a long time. It's almost um, 10 years, yeah. wasn't it? Pretty close to 10 years. Yeah. yeah, I just, yeah, it was somewhere, it's been somewhere around there. I think it was, he was part of the Andy Murray staff, and he might have been part of the Mike Kitchen staff for a short time. Mm-hmm. So a he, long tenure, and I was kind of shocked that he even left. But at the same time, I was actually kind of happy that it happened. Um, mm-hmm. And not because of the coaching aspect of things, but just because, you know, that's just get old. You know, that's yeah, sure. a long time to be an assistant coach for a team and, yeah. you know, not really do it without any kind of, you know, checking or anything. So checks and balances. So I, I was actually okay with Bradshaw leaving. Yeah. 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 Uh, every time people would complain about the head of coaching, I, I kept remembering how long those assistants have been there and how many head coaches have come and gone, come and gone, come and gone. And mm. they were still there, and uh, I think um, it was kind of a necessary thing for the, for for some changes there as well. So, you know, good luck to the guys. I've I've heard nothing but good things about the assistants, but uh, I'm I'm excited to see what the new guys bring to the table, especially yeah, Steve I, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. Thomas too. especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be uh, interesting. So I like that we're kind of new message will be out there. So maybe players will respond differently. So sure. I think once uh, I think especially next year will be kind of the truest kind of test. I think once you don't have Hitchcock anymore, you got it's just Yo and then the rest of his staff. So I think that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll looking forward to next year how they kind of respond and how their playing style uh, evolves. So we should yeah. ask if uh, Adam Oates is still available to be an assistant coach for Mike Yo. <laughs> oh man, that was that was that was the Blues' uh, dream. Oh, that the best one was uh, Oates as. The coach, you bring in a McKennis as the or no, yeah, McKennis as a, co- a coach and Scott Stevens, and I'm like, oh yeah, might as well throw Brett Hall behind there too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I was uh, like, see what Yuri Himalov is doing while you're at it, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, hey so. Lubos, Lubos Barteshko is obviously available. He's uh, coaching at my alma mater now, so I did see. I, was... I see. I think I saw you post that. I think I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can get maybe uh, Rod Brindamore to be our strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> Rod the bod. Uh, See what Doug Crossman's doing these days. Might as well. Oh, Doug yeah, Crossman. Right. That's, a good, that's a good one. Nice job, sir. So, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. So, we all agree. Blues are going to make the playoffs and get in. Probably scratch and clawing, but, well, I don't give a crap. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, I guess I think this year was going to be quote-unquote transitional year anyway. I kind of thought that, you know, you got the quote-unquote – New core stepping up into the leadership positions. Yeah. Who knows with uh also you got the Shattenkirk thing kinda hanging out there. Who knows what yep. that's gonna happen there? That's kinda that'll probably be a story that's gonna keep coming up throughout the year, especially closer to the trade deadline. Um and that, may, ever and that may prevent anything. the blues from putting Jay Bowmeister on the expansion draft list. Uh, the yeah. you know, you never know how that's gonna shake out. Yeah, so who knows? And that's even a whole other thing. I think I saw the uh, I think Puck Daddy actually posted the Blues preview today, ironically, and they all and I think in each preview they had somebody who's vulnerable to expansion, and their pick was actually interesting. It was actually Joel Edmondson, which yeah. I thought was kind of interesting. Boy, like, not Robert. Bort- well, Bortuzzo's not under contract next year, so that wouldn't matter. Well, that's interesting. 
Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of curious. So that might that is a possibility because was it you protect like what the three defensemen? Maybe three. I think that's one path. Yeah, yeah. I would say there's several paths. A couple of you yeah. basically choose your own adventure, and I completely forgot what the system was. And yeah, it's like, funny I because like, I was yeah. going to talk about possibly doing that for the next podcast, and now I probably need to read up on that. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's like three. I know it's like three defensemen, six forwards, and a goalie, or ten of anything, or something like that. Some yeah. weird like that. I think so. Was, yeah, yeah, it's something ridiculous. So anyway, we'll wrap it up there. So. Yeah. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, why don't you guys l- let our listeners know, which they probably already do, where to find you in case they're new to the uh, program. <laughs> well, um, Beyond Checker Dome is uh, what, 132 episodes now, so we're, we're just about got it down. <laughs> there you go. It it's uh, still always a work in progress. <laughs> oh, until the day we die. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, you'll uh, find us on most of your podcasting apps on your phone. Um, we're going to start cranking them out on a weekly schedule. We haven't really gotten to that point yet, but we, we will be soon because, after all, it is the season. Yeah. And, of course, you can hit us up on Twitter. Um, this is almost like the wrap-up to our usual podcast. Yeah. That's your that's yes. your part, Tyler. Oh, that is my thing. Yeah, yeah hit yeah. us uh, on Twitter, at BYMD Checker Dome. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram if you really want to do that and see our empty bottles and beer cans at Beyond Checker Dome. And you're actually going to have one for this podcast, on, <laughs> uh, which is weird because it's usually the other way around. Um, yeah. Individually, I'm at King Donuts I on Twitter, uh, or you could just do a search for Tylo Ren, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, on Twitter, I am at Crosscheck Rays. Uh, awesome. And also, which we'll mention that you guys are also part of the fabulous uh, St. Louis Game Time magazine that uh, yes, I am a subscriber, so it's well worth the, like, $80. For $82 the for a whole yeah. season. I'm assuming we're selling in front of the Winter Classic because we've sold in front of Bush Stadium before. So Yeah, so, I'm, so I love getting it at a time. I still pick one up when I go to the game. Just because yeah. it's also, you know, it's a good thing to sit in stands and read, especially when the Wi-Fi was always crappy as hell and Scott Trade as it was. But I pick one up anyway because you guys do a fab- fabulous job as always. So, and, and if you don't read the paper, at least you can do a John Wooden impression while holding it. So, you mm-hmm. know, you can do whatever you want. There you go. <laughs> for, for me, I rolled up and unrolled it and rolled up and rolled it. That, that's my worry rag, basically. That's that's me in the stands. And, of course, you know, uh, we were also rated uh, number one thing to read on the crapper as well. So take it home with you and, and read it. The nice. Crapper. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so once again, thank you guys. We'll probably, uh, this will probably be on. I'll probably post it. We'll make this a uh, game day. Let's be the day of uh, the Chicago game. So, yeah. Um, so we'll have it. So you guys, thank you again. And we'll talk to everybody later. Let's go. Blue.